Yeah, it was. Did you guys see this, though? Because Dave McMenamin just wrote an article, mm-hmm. and it said, as one source told me, this is regarding Russell Westbrook. Okay. As one source told me, you remove a vampire from the locker room about Russell Westbrook. Wow. And Nina Westbrook, uh, Russell Westbrook's wife, chimed in and said, this is sick, ESPN. Russell is no vampire. This is slander because anyone who knows anything knows that this couldn't be further from the truth. On a personal note, I have school-aged children who have to listen to their peers repeat the nasty things you guys say on television about their father. I guess I will have to prepare myself to explain to my five-year-old that his dad is not actually a vampire. He's a werewolf. It's different. Yeah, she didn't specify yeah, what type like, of thing That kind of comes so. with the territory when you're yeah. making $50, 60000000 million. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean. And I'm sorry, you bring this on yourself when you act the way Russell Westbrook is. He's prickly with the media. He's stubborn. Uh, he's very defensive. And some of it I get he's defensive because he does get asked questions that can make you defensive. But, I mean, look at the history. Look at what Russell – everywhere Russell Westbrook has gone, he has not made a team better, period. Ever since Kevin Durant left the Thunder, Russell Westbrook has never gotten out of the first round as the lead guy. The only time he has is when he was with James Harden in Houston, and that was one time. And every, especially in Oklahoma City, losing in five games max in the first round of the playoffs. He doesn't elevate teams. He doesn't make them better. I don't care about the triple-doubles. I didn't care about it when he first did it. Like, yes, it was it was great to see history, but it didn't make teams better. And when he was in Washington for a year, my God, the people on Twitter that would be like, what more do you want Russell Westbrook to do? He's always getting picked on, and you know, he's going out there and putting up a triple-double. If he doesn't make anybody around him better, you can be a stat stuffer all day. I don't care how many assists you get. If you're ball dominant and you're taking bad shots, and in the fourth quarter you're taking mid-range 15-footers from the elbow and you're hitting it off the side of the backboard, that's a problem. And we saw it time and time again, not just with the Lakers, but going back to Washington, going back to Houston, and going back to Oklahoma City. Yeah, I I understand both sides of this, right? I think Russell Westbrook can be very cantankerous with the media, which is why the media says mean things about him. However... A lot of his teammates love him, right? Like you yeah. talk about what Bradley Beal said. Right. Never had anyone who showed up and worked out harder right. than Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook pushed me to be mm-hmm. – Bradley Beal was his most productive self right. when Russell Westbrook was busting his ass. Yeah. Like those two together were great. Kevin Durant has had really nice things to say uh, about Russ. You've, you've had a lot of teammates of his and even people who are just in the league in general that have said, like, listen – Russell Westbrook gives you everything that he has, every single possession. He comes early to practice, and he works just the same way he does in the game. That is inspiring to a lot of young guys, outside of the fact that sometimes he's not very nice when people say mean mm-hmm. things about him. I think he's a – I kind of like that about him. Yeah, though. I do too. Yeah, like he should be able to defend himself. You but can. also fans and people on social media, like those aren't real people anymore. You can't, well, just, that's... You, you can't chuck stuff at athletes. You can't yell at them because they're going to yell back now. And the thing about Russell, as a basketball fan, I've always been a Russ fan because I watch basketball to be entertained, and he's exciting as hell. I like the triple-double stuff. Now, would I want him to be the starting point guard of my team if they had uh, championship no. aspirations? Then absolutely not. 
I don't think he's a winning basketball player anymore, but I still think he's fun. I think he's exciting. At the end of the he's, he's going to be a Hall of Famer, as crazy as that sounds. He won an MVP. No, I mean, it's not you know? crazy to I mean, say he's a Hall of Famer. I mean, he averaged triple-double for four But these last seasons. couple of years, like, you watch Yeah, well, it's the same it's thing like, with, like, Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard's going to be a Hall of Famer, but Dwight Howard became a journeyman the last six or in the seven years right of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, now yeah. he's in the three-point contest in Taiwan. Did you see that? Yeah, I did see that. They have a dunk contest and a three-point contest, and he's in both, which is awesome. It didn't seem like Russell Westbrook was taking the air out of the room, though. Like, it seemed, especially this year, that he was in a new he mood. A he was in a new mood. He was really happy to be there. He Reputation was, is hard to shake. You know what? I get that. <laughs> I get that. You know, that's why I like Russell Westbrook, because it's like the more you – identify based on what you see right versus what his reputation is like what has he been doing this so bad like what is he doing that makes him a vampire exactly right i mean I, look i've given him all the credit in the world for yeah. coming off the bench this year he's been he's actually been much more reasonable i guess you could say in his responses and press right. conferences and talking to the media almost like he's kind of at peace with where he is in his career you started to see that but there is that's only what we see publicly yeah. Dave McMenamin is somebody that he's not putting that out there if he doesn't have multiple sources telling him the exact same thing. And, you know, it's it's hard for stars to become former stars. It's hard for anybody that's been as successful as Russell Westbrook has been his entire NBA career. Now, obviously, he wasn't a big star actually in college, and then he really rose up draft boards when he was at UCLA and in the workouts and everything. And that's why in the time it was Seattle, they took him and it, it kind of changed everything a little bit. You know, but that being said, you kind of get to this point where you know players are going to start to erode. Their games will erode and they'll age. Some handle it well, some don't. Took Carmelo Anthony a little bit of time, but then he understood. Allen Iverson never really accepted it. And he could have played a couple more years at least, but just not at the same level. So Russell Westbrook is at that crossroads right now. And if, wherever he ends up going, if he gets bought out by Utah, he's got to understand that he's either going to be probably coming off the bench not a role player, but right. not a number one superstar type player anymore. Or you know, he's going to go to a, a team that doesn't have any playoff aspirations and he can just hoist up 30 shots a game if he wants to. Yeah, I just don't know how that would fit in like Chicago because they have a bunch of guys that already do that. Like Zach's not going to want to give up any of his field goal attempts. Either is DeMar. They didn't move either of those guys or Vooch. So I just don't know how that would be a fit. Obviously, he's not going to stick around in Utah. And then... It just I would be curious if any championship contending team would think that he'd be a good piece, even off the bench. Because uh, I, I, mean, I don't understand the Clippers' thought process here. Unless, unless it's like, okay, well, Russell Westbrook and Paul George are friends and they played really well together. That get, has to be it. That has yeah, to be the only just, thing is that Russ and, and Paul George played well together. And that may be a it. huge upgrade yeah. over, over Reggie Jackson, as crazy sure. as that sounds, because Reggie Jackson at least could hit a three. He could knock down outside shots. And they're both kind of out-of-control point guards. I, I does, thought that it had to be Mike Conley or Fred Van Vliet for uh, the Clippers. What it, does Russell Westbrook's career start to have the trajectory of Cam Newton? Like, is this this has the makings of a career where you just, all of a sudden it falls off a cliff and then they just disappear, right? Like, their, their game is what it was in their prime, but then it starts to erode. And when the physical gifts kind of start to go away, or in, you know, Cam Newton's situation, it was a lot of injuries just piled up on him. Russell Westbrook's not really dealing with injuries as much, but like you can't find a fit where this guy goes from being an MVP, being a star, really to the point he got till he got to the Lakers. He's talked about as a star, and then all of a sudden we're going, where does he fit? Like what what team would want him, and how does he make anybody better with the way that he plays? It's it's starting to feel a lot more like a Cam Newton, where Cam went from a starter to getting cut 
to go into the Patriots a little bit and then back to the Panthers and that's it. Like, and then it was just done. He fell yeah. off a cliff. Yeah. I yeah. Was, yeah. No, you go on. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, uh, Sam Amick of USA Today, when he was at USA Today, did an article about just why Paul George decided to re-sign in, in Oklahoma City and really and go to Oklahoma City and want to be there. I was kind of forget about that. Yeah, that was like yeah. a flash in the pan. Yeah, concert, remember they remember? were at, and he was yeah. like, "I'm staying four oh, more right. years." Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so he says this like it wasn't even about him going beyond and being extra with his efforts. It was about him being real and himself and genuine and authentic. Nothing about Russell is fake. And that is the people I want to be around. Someone who's going to tell you like it is. Someone who's going to push you. Someone who's going to encourage you. Someone who's going to motivate you. And vice versa. That's how I am. It felt genuine. You know what I think it is, too? Russell Westbrook sometimes tells the truth a little too much. And AD is a little soft. LeBron really doesn't care that much about winning comparatively to other things and other endeavors. And this roster is trash. And, yes, Russell Westbrook's uh, production has declined, but Mm. I don't think it's about that. I think it's about him saying things that people don't want to hear that are a 1,000% true. Good point. And, like, LeBron, LeBron's problem has always been – I mean, AD is just soft. And you – Yeah. Like, you rarely ever really hear anything from AD. But with LeBron, remember he tried to be the villain when he went to Miami. He even made that commercial. And then people really hated him, and they started booing him. And he was like, oh, I don't want to be – this is not good just for kidding. me. Just kidding. Don't want this. This is not, My bad. Good. This is not yeah. good for me. But, like, he's just – he doesn't know what he wants to be. He wants to be loved, so he doesn't He doesn't want to be the bad guy in these situations. But yeah, you – in this in this show, Ryan, you are LeBron. You yeah. want to be loved, and I am Russell Westbrook, and I tell the truth. And we have a nice <laughs> little nice little harmonious mirror. I'm trying to figure out what yeah. – what, We got uh, time. Yeah, we got time. Like LeBron, well, I kind of have to be the adult that keeps you both in line like here. Like LeBron, so I got I got I got kids to raise and movies to make. Yeah, I got a space, <laughs> yeah, got space jam. Coming up. I'm out here. Well, Russell Westbrook has a baby, too. He has a five-year-old. But you know how it is. I love you know Russ. I think Russ is a really good dude off the floor, Me, too. too. I, I love – oh, they are him. doing this ceremony. Yep. We asked whether they were going to do the ceremony for LeBron today. He's not playing. Oh, my goodness. He's not playing against, you know, one of the top two team in the in the Eastern Conference tonight, the Bucks. What does he have, knee soreness? Yeah, I mean, it's like I broke the record. I'm not going to do anything tonight, soreness. Why would you not play against the Bucks on national television? I mean, the thing I is, don't get it. you guys knew this was going to happen. Oh, yeah. You knew this was the case. Guys are resting all the time. Even you start talking, you throw a knee soreness, and it's like, well. He's doing it because he's coming on a yeah. suit, and then when they play these clips in 15, 30, 45 years, it's LeBron looking like he's looking in a little pinstripe some sort of suit. It is a versus, nice suit. Yeah, it is. And people were like, oh, yeah, he was – what was he doing? What, oh, yeah, he was sitting out. Like, why, this is bad. Why? How come he gets to do this twice is what I'm wondering. That's exactly why, why did, the question that I have. Why did we stop the game for 45 minutes if this was yes. – Have you guys before. not paid attention to the Lakers this season? <laughs> this is all they have, it's okay? It's stupid. <laughs> you milk this for I don't know as much I'm asking. as you possibly yeah. can. This, this is, is the only thing that's keeping this – Team interesting. It's now, dumb. I like the roster they've got now. They're they better than where they were before. But good Lord, this is the only thing that this team has to celebrate. They, I, I mean, look, since they won the title in the bubble, they've been a train wreck. They, just milk it. And if you're too, if you're the Lakers, you're doing this right now, and you're like, you know what? Let's try to make LeBron a little more of a Laker, right? We want to incorporate him into the, the group of, you know, Kobe and Kareem and Magic. and Okay, yeah, yeah. So if we have... Multiple celebrations and really make sure we remind everybody so he's the stupid. NBA's all-time leading scorer. It's all PR. That's all this is. It's all PR. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it uh, it is what it is, though. It is all they have really this year. So speaking cool. speaking of slander, did you guys see that uh, Brett Favre is is suing Shannon Sharp? 
And Pat McAfee. And Pat McAfee <laughs> for talking about the scandal that he was involved in where there was the lawsuit and he was stealing money from poor people. I'm probably going to get... I'm probably going to say, do we want to talk about this? Is it a class action lawsuit? Because everybody's talking about it. They said McAfee used outrageous falsehoods that including calling Favre a thief who was stealing from poor people in Mississippi, which is pretty much exactly. Those guys are rich, though. I'm not rich. He can't get any money from me. That's like that's like trying to get water from a stone. I'd be like, hey, man, you're the first jersey I ever bought. All right. Yeah. Okay. Even though you're a villain now. You can't take my money from me. This is true. As a I did, Packers fan over here, you, you like that. to think of just the good. I did see that. Everybody else just look at that story themselves, please. Yeah, just look it up themselves. But anyway, he's suing them, Yeah, which I think is fascinating. I, I, I Considering listen, that everything is public and that you could just literally right. read off of an ESPN article when you're talking about it on your show. I'm no lawyer, but I don't think there's much of a case there. I'm yeah, me honest. neither. No, nah, I don't either. I don't even play one on TV, and I don't think there's This a is case true. There. You don't even have to fake it. You're like, I just know. This ain't going to be a case. It's been a rough 10 years for Brett Favre. Let's be honest. Yeah. Starting when he went to New York and played for the Jets. It's been one. Uh, I'm sorry. He was all right with the Vikings. Let me ask you this really another. quick pivot. Just the off the field stuff. Really quick oh, pivot. Yeah, Do you yeah. think that there's a chance that Aaron Rodgers would absolutely not go to the Jets because he does not want to go to the same team that Brett Favre went to? You know what? There might be something there. Although, I don't know. They've kind of patched up that relationship. But I still think Rodgers hates Favre. Yeah, I do all. too. I do too. Yeah. Why couldn't you? Yeah. Rogers doesn't seem like a guy that you can, uh, I guess, smooth things over with and change a relationship. No. It kind of just is what it is. Once he's determined how he feels about you, it just seems like that's it. Yeah. I don't think he wants to leave Green Bay. He's come out and said he doesn't want to leave Green Bay. He's made up in his mind, in his crazy mind right now, that they want him gone. Maybe they do, but they also just committed all that money to him for two years. So when you lose to Detroit and you throw a terrible interception at Lambeau Field, you should go to your press conference and say, that's on me. We'll be back next year. Christian Watson will be another year older. Romeo Dobbs. We'll get a guy like Rashawn Gary back. Instead, it's eh, not committed to playing next year. Well, if you weren't committed, then why did you sign a contract to make sixty-two million dollars next Facts. year? So, I just he wants to be. It's like the recruit where you know, like your entire life, you want to go to Michigan and you get the offer from Michigan. You're still going to go visit Ohio State yeah. and Florida State, yeah, because you want the love mm-hmm. and the free meals. Of course, I'll of course. take a free meal. Facts. Yeah, maybe a steak. Nice bottle of red. Got one earlier. I think they do. Uh, it took close the tab though. Yeah, I had a stake on this vacation. I gave it yeah. a zero out of ten. I will never disrespect Washington D.C. ever again. It was a breakfast. Steak. Yeah. No, no. That was that one was good. Oh, it was. Oh, okay. Same place. Though. All right, then that's good. Oh, <laughs> it was a different type of steak with different. Cut. I got I got a fillet here. Ah. When did you do that? Remember, I showed it to you and I said, "This is a fillet," and you said, "Oh." Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm yes, I do remember that. Yeah. Yep, yep, 